All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here live, uh, recording our live reaction here to the second and third round. Um, well, probably just going to do a little bit of the second round here, depending on how long it takes. Um, <clears throat> draft picks for the NFL draft here. Dylan is alongside of me, as always. Big Dill, how are you? Doing well, man. Got a little bit of a different setup out in the living room instead of the studio room. Oh, yeah? Got Definitely. the uh, iPad set up here with uh, somebody who hasn't been on in a while. Yep. So we'll, yep. uh, we'll get there in a couple seconds, and uh, why don't we get there right now? Absolutely. Mr. Copas, all the way from Columbus, our NFL <laughs> insider. He's a college scout as well. He loves both leagues, so we figured why not bring him in uh, for the draft special. We're going to do a little recap to round one and then talk about these first couple picks here. Um, in the second round. So, Copus, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, dude. Just glad to have some sports back. Glad to have some optimism for our for our favorite team, uh, for me and you, the Bengals. And currently, just locked in locked in my bedroom, so my young daughter doesn't come in and terrorize us while we're working on the pod. Sure. No, she'd be welcome. <laughs> she'd be welcome. She'd be funny. Yeah, for she'd sure. be a featured guest for sure. We'll work on that next time. That'd yeah. be. That'd be That'd be fun. Get a good pick from Lorelai. <clears throat> Speaking of good picks, uh, just give me your reaction to the Bengals taking old Joey B last night. <clears throat> it, it was, listen, it was all that could happen. I'm, I'm a big Chase Young fan. I think he's going to be, worst case scenario, probably an all, all pro or at least a pro bowl defensive end. But there was only one pick for the Bengals. When you're that bad, new head coach last year. You gotta bring your boy in, and Joey B just had pretty much the best college football season ever. Anything else would have just been a, a disservice to the season he had and to the Bengal fans. I agree. I agree. I, I uh, oh, here we go, boys. The pick is in. Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna wait to see who they announce. So, who do you think it might be, Copus? Real yeah. quick before it comes. My hope is Josh Jones, tackle from Houston, I believe. Um, if I have a secondary guy, maybe I think it's Zach Bond, linebacker, Wisconsin. Okay. I was thinking, I was thinking Bond as well. What about T. Higgins here? They were showing T. Higgins. I mean, I, th I think a, a playmaking wide receiver would be nice. I do. I'm fine with the receiver as well. Um, I would take a weapon here as long as we get a line in the third round. That's what I'd have to say. Yeah. And that was the thing. This is such a deep receiver draft. I think we could wait on one. But hey, if they love Higgins, they think he's the man. Then you know, I can't, I can't be, uh, be out on that. I agree. Oh come on, boys. Let's let's see this pick. What do we got, the, gents? What do so we got? I will say with the virtual draft, the pick is in time. Is no, it's the same. It's the same. It's I think it's same. severely delayed. I think it's the same. I think they maybe pump it a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, just... But it's pretty simple. We just don't get that long Goodell walk of shame to all the booze each time. Right. Well, we still get the pump up, the crowd pick pump Pick is up, in here, though. gents. Cope, cheers. Cheers. Come on. T. Higgins, let's go, Copus. Let's go. T. Higgins, baby. They must have loved him. We like those Clemson receivers. Hey, I like I, it. Come I think, on. I think a Dabo, kind of like how Nick Saban uh, players in general are highly regarded. I think that uh, Dabo Sweeney is, you know, I think he's been that guy for a couple years now, but I think that he's really starting to 
produce just a bunch of players, you know, throughout. I mean, defensively, they always have guys who go in the top ten. Um, you know, they have uh, Shaq Lawrence, you know, a couple years ago and stuff. And I mean, this guy's um, first-round talent, obviously. I mean, it's, we had the second pick in the first round, yeah, obviously. I mean, but like, you're pick 33. I mean, you're first-round talent, you know, most likely in, in people's eyes. But, I mean, I, I like this guy. I, I liked watching him in college. I think, uh, you know, as a Browns fan and a divisional opponent there, I think that's somebody that's like, ah, man, we need a DB who, you know, we got to make sure we can cover that guy, you know, in addition to who you guys already have, of right, course, so you know what I mean? Like, another weapon for Joe. Like, with the depth, this is this is a great pick, in my opinion. Right, I'll tell you one thing I love, and uh, I know TQ and I briefly talked about this, but I love that this offseason the Bengals are targeting winners. I know you and I talked with our free agents, Trey Waynes, Von Bell, uh, uh, Reader, they all came from playoff teams, which I know some of you and I said we liked. And now with the first two picks in the draft, we took two players who have both won a national title. It feels, it feels like we're trying to bring in people who know what it's like to win to try to bring that culture to the Bengals. And I, I will say I really like that aspect of it. From I totally, right. totally agree. That was one of my favorite things about our <clears throat> offseason as well, was just getting some guys who are winners, like proven guys who just don't like to lose. They've been in the playoffs or... In this case, you know, in key co- positions, big too. college, you know what I mean? You know, yeah, right, big, big positions for us as well. But like big college games, like I was saying there for Burrow and T. Higgins. So um, I'm a big fan of it. I would have liked to see um, potentially a tackle as well. But if we think we can get somebody later in the draft, that's that's totally fine. So I think that when you have somebody who's going to be um, Higgins, where he doesn't necessarily have to be the number one wide receiver right out the gates. Like he can just be like that second or third air, uh, third guy in the depth chart and really shine, you know, in, in fantasy especially because he's not going to have that number one or two DB on him. Uh, so I don't know. I also like the standpoint of having a wide receiver that you bring in with the same class as Joe uh, with your quarterback. You know, regardless of who it is, just because they can kind of grow up as a tandem. You know, and they can be that one-two punch and and you know, hopefully have a career where they last forever together, you know. Very similar to Dalton and A.J. Green. And yeah. I know this guy's pretty similar to A.J. Green. They're saying yeah. 6'3", 218, you know, can really go up and get a ball. So um, I know we were maybe hoping to trade down, but I'm glad we took a playmaker um, with this pick. Somebody who's going to make an impact that we're going to notice. You know, I feel like the Bengals do that a lot where we just take guys who we don't necessarily notice. Well, like, John Ross was a very flashy pick. And I know that's just, like, the first guy I think of when just wide receiver especially. But, like, he was a flashy pick. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he wasn't the groomed draft pick that you should have looked into some things a little bit more. You know what I mean? And hopefully they learn from that. Like, as an organization, you hope that those teams – oh, we got the Colts here. Colts pick is in. Who do we got? The Indianapolis Colts, like Michael Pittman. Wow. Michael Pittman wow. from USC. There you go. Back-to-back wide receivers. Okay. He's, he's another guy that I, uh, I like pretty well. I've heard a lot of good things about him. Uh, right. So I'm not surprised to see that with the Colts trying to bring in for uh, for Phillip, trying to get him some weapons in there for what you know, could just be a one-year run with him. Um, Certainly. But I think I think now, well, Indy probably saw it with us, and I think now you're going to have a lot of teams getting in on this run of receivers. Yep. This is a deep receiver class. Um, there were still about four to five guys that I think are real good here in the second round. But I think with us taking two right off the bat, you're going to see some teams. I think you can probably see some trades up happening real soon as teams try to jump in to get the receiver they want, whether that's uh, uh, Chenault from Colorado or uh, a couple of the other guys that are still there. But um, right. I think it's a good pick by the Colts, giving Phil some weapons, give a, take a little pressure off of T.Y. Hilton. 
So who was was it the Auburn guy yesterday uh, in the first draft who both parents were Olympic? The cornerback. Yeah. I believe so. So um, with this guy, I mean, like, as far as, like, I'm a firm believer in, like, the the heritage pick, you know what I mean, or the uh, generation pick as far as kind of, like, what your your parents, you know, are you a purebred athlete? You know, like, the McCaffreys are just all freak athletes, you know what I mean? Like, that, the families are athletes, you know what I mean? And I I don't know about some of the uh, NBA guys as far as their parents, but like I mean the Lopez twins, like there are a lot of brothers and athletes. Um, no, Jaron Jackson's dad played. <clears throat> excuse me, Donovan Mitchell's dad played. Um, I know like Joe Kim Noah's parents were like huge. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was like tennis. Yannick Noah for sure, big tennis player. So almost. it's like you know when you have parents with those kind of uh, pedigrees, if you if you will. Um, I I don't know. I think that it's a good pick with his uh, with his dad being a Super Bowl champ with my Buccaneers back in the day, Michael Pittman. We've got Michael Pittman Jr. here, so it's cool. It looks like the Lions pick is in, but we'll see how long it takes ESPN <laughs> to get it to us. Right. Um, while we're waiting on that, and we think some more receivers are going, Kobus, let's bring up a topic we want to talk about here with the first round receivers. Who do you think um, of the guys of the first round will have the biggest impact um in fantasy next year. So just like between CeeDee Lamb, T. Higgins, um, obviously Judy, potentially. Are we including Higgins? Uh, I mean, I guess if you want to. I mean, Okay, so CeeDee Lamb. You can include uh, Pittman as well. Pittman. Judy, right? Yeah, Ruggs. Um, Ruggs. Justin Jefferson. Does have it named that I think I'm going to go with here? Does CeeDee issue with, I think, Higgins and... uh, CD and a couple players like that is they're going with the teams that have pretty solid receiving cores and they're right. going to be one of the ones that help take them over the top. Um, the person that I think I'm going to go with because it's a team that has a you know a solid quarterback which some people go back and forth on. But I think I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. I was going to say that too. Yeah. I think I think with them losing uh, Diggs, you know they they still have Thielen, still have uh, Rudolph, but don't have a ton else in the receiving core around them. I think he could go in and he could be a, a nice big play guy for them where you know he's going to be the number two receiver right away on a team that wants to contend, should be a pretty good team, and uh, you know has a pretty good quarterback there uh, with Cousins. I think, I think Jefferson should have a pretty big season with him. Oh, yeah. With, uh, with Zimmer up there, similar to how when you have you know something that's an installation instruction video and it says it's a plug-and-play application, I think he's going to be a plug-and-play kind of guy with Kirk and the offense. I don't think you're going to really – miss Stefan Diggs all that much uh, with, with him there. and um, Another impact player, high-quality school. I mean, you're going to you know one of the most competitive programs out there, especially recently and um, you know, in our modern-day history in the last, what, 20 years, LSU's been relevant. Right. You know, Les Miles, when he first came on, I mean, he was, was like, what the hell? Like, his defense, no one could score, and then there was the 9-6 championship game, and so, I mean, they've had a good heritage of players, but they haven't had this offensive burst of talent. But here we go with the Lions well, pick. Lions pick is in, gentlemen. 35. Let's see what Chuck's going to celebrate or hate. Wow. Wow. Great pick. Oh, man. They finally have a running back. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Holy well, cow. Well, this is interesting because I know, I know myself and a lot of people last year. Carry-on Johnson was good. On yeah. Johnson. So this is an interesting pick by them. I don't know if it's a... He's an Auburn guy, right? ...carry on his health or um, just want to get that second guy in. But I'm surprised by this pick with the Lions. They must they must like Swift, maybe doing that one-two punch or uh, maybe 
carry on's a little maybe a little worried about him. Um, definitely think Swift's a great running back. I'm just I'm very surprised by this this pick by the Lions. Are you watching his father just yoked up here? Yeah, his dad's just Jeezel. <laughs> God dang, he could play right now too. Yeah, he's thick. With two, he looks C's. like Derek Brooks, kinda. Like not really, but like kind of body, just huge. Crazy. Yeah, I'm on that Founder of Swift delay, Fit. So I get everything about a minute, minute and a half after. You're on a delay, so we're just telling oh. you everything. Sorry. No, you're fine. I need, I need Crazy. the picks. Now I'm just excited to see DeAndre Swift's yoked up dad. Wow. So you're a minute behind, so you're going to get this, and I can't wait for you to react and look at this guy. He's humongous. So I think I think Swift just, yeah, here they show a Florida highlight. Dude, he burns us every single time because we would we would close him out three quarters of the game. The next thing you know, he would just, and then we were losing. And it was like, dude, this guy, so he's I a so high secret, impact I so player. secretly wanted the Bengals to take him, but we don't need him by any means, but. It's not, it's a, it's a want not a need. Yeah, just it's based just like out a god dang, He's such a playmaker. Like, listen, we do need Swift, and it's his dad to come play O line. Yes, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Look at him. Yeah, dude. dude his, he is killing it. Humongous. Dude, I, I'm excited. I I've always been a big fan of Matt Stafford. I hope that he can come back from his back injury and yeah, actually and like actually like be what we remember. Just like the four to five thousand yard, you know. Good touchdown interception ratio with uh, you know hopefully a team around him now because I think Patricia could have it. Um, I hope uh, Belichick gets him for cheap if they don't. I'm more in on get him with a good coach and a good organization. Finally. I'm more in on Patricia than I would be Ooh. Bill O'Brien. I mean, but at not as much as like a Vrabel. Bill O'Brien. From the, Bill O'Brien from is the like, Descendants. What is he doing? See, uh, I think Bill O'Brien can coach. He can't GM. So, but when it's your job, I mean, you're going to be criticized on that. So it's like it, you can't different. I mean, I know you are, and like I know you can, but like I can't give him a write off on his coaching because you know because or his GMing because of his coaching, you know, or vice versa. Um, right. Like I mean, if it's your job, you got it. You have to do it well, and if you can do coaching so well, like I mean. It, I'm not saying like he's so well, but like I'm saying, if you can coach really well, then yeah, why you need like, to be the GM? Like, why do you need to be the GM? And or can't you like find a way to be better with being a GM? Like, I mean, you can like if you're still given the opportunity through the trial and error, you can figure it out. But it doesn't seem like it's getting any better. It seems like everything it's just riding off the rails and trains trains yeah. coming around the corner. But we're yeah, on a little. For, uh, I think Watson's too fun of a player to watch. Too too good of a guy. I hope that O'Brien doesn't mess squash him. Yeah. Waste a lot of Watson years by right, you know, dude. Just destroying his team, taking his best receiver. Um, so yeah, I just hope for Watson's sake that they either get Bill out of there soon, or somehow he holds it together after what's just been a bizarre offseason for them. Okay, so we have a uh, the the. Top quarterbacks, let's, I don't know if you guys want to talk about this real quick as far sure. as kind of who's uh, on Mel's top available remaining. We have number one, Jacob Eason, two, Jalen Hurts, Jake Fromm, and then not going to know this one unless, well, you might, Pope, James Morgan. FIU. Who? Yeah. yeah. Captain, a lot of college football, Captain Morgan. 
Captain Morgan from Florida International University. Oh no. I watch a lot of football. That's not even you Kiffin's know. university, is it? No, he was a Kiffin's no, FAU. So it's like it's not even like I mean maybe if you had like an NFL heritage guy that's like oh, okay like dude I'm definitely going to Canes after this like don't give him a free ad I'm not talking about that but you're just going yeah sure I I'm probably ordering food right now dude with you. this line Copus if you would have seen it and anyone listening um, if you're familiar with Canes and the COVID quarantine of you know what's been going on with 2020 so far just like. You know, in general, traffic hasn't been too bad. You know, I've, I've had to work, so I'm still out and about. Um, so it's not like I've been completely quarantined uh, in isolation. Like, some people I know are like, yeah, like, I haven't gone out of the house in 30 days. It's like, holy Jeez. shit, dude. Like, I, if you don't, if, you know, that might actually cause, you know, some sort of, like, PTSD moment or, like, you know, some sort of, like, schizophrenia or something what? where you're like... Dude, I mean, like, if you, th- I mean, think about it. Like, if you spend 30 days, you know, actually doing that, and you don't see anybody else, you have no human interaction. Like, you're gonna go a little crazy. Sure. Well, you're that's, gonna. You said a lot of crazy. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> Point is, you might have a little cabin fever, but anyway. Sure, sure. Um, I understand that. Michaela and uh, the baby have been pretty stuck up in here. I thought they were gonna. I thought it was gonna come to blows yesterday because they were not having it with each other. Uh, so I definitely see a little bit of the crazy going on in my yeah. household. Yeah, that's fun. No doubt, no doubt. That's expected though with uh, with Laurel, you know, being a younger, younger one. But this uh, this Canes though, I'm telling you, it is wrapped around the furthest I've ever seen it. And okay, so if I'm gonna put an estimate on it, I bet there were one, two, what maybe twelve to fifteen cars, TJ. Uh, I mean, on a minimum, maybe, on a minimum, yeah. And Chick Fil A across the street, right next door, is just as packed, if not worse. But God, they dude. have, but they have two. They're milking this Giants pick, dude. Yeah, this Giants pick has been in for seven and a half minutes. So. We got the military, so let's honor the boys. Yeah. But they weren't on the previous seven minutes as well. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's coming in now, though. Why does it look like Gettleman is drafting from, like, his attic? Because he is. Dude, you see him with his mask? Yeah, thank you to the service members. Shouts out, Goodell. Thank you. With the 36th pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the New York Giants select Xavier McKinney. Wow, finally. That's a good pick. Really good pick. Keeping the uh, keeping it, you know, close tabs there. High quality coaching descendants. Yeah, he's someone I was surprised fell as far as he did. Wow, they got a projector on there. Interesting. But I definitely think that's a good pick by them. I think he's a first round quality player. They're I agree. Big. They're very lucky slipped to the second. Looking forward to seeing the old G men in uh, in Paul Brown this year. I, I believe we play them at home, and if not, we play them at their stadium, which would be just as fun. So, he, who was the uh, Ohio State guy? That Eli Apple, he's a cornerback. Though, Eli right? Apple got in a fight with Landon Collins. Cornerback though, right? Yeah. Landon Collins is a safety that this guy's replacing, pretty much. Yeah, so I think, uh, I think they'll be running. Um, uh, what's the old Michigan Michigan man? Uh, Janovich. 
Safety, Jabril, I think they're safety. Oh, Jabril yeah. Peppers? Little Jabril. Yeah, trade from Cleveland. That's not a bad, that's not a bad safety group for sure. That'll be not at all. pretty nice for them. I mean, the Giants have some pretty good players. Sure. Uh, they just need the final kind of piece of the puzzle, you know? They need the, the coaching. They need a win. Um, which, like, you saw the... the what I think the Cowboys last year. I mean, they were in games, but they could not figure out how to win. Like there's certain teams, like they just need to find out how to do that. And um, the Browns are definitely one of them. The Giants and the, you know their organization and where they are at. Um, I think the Cowboys are okay. Just they need to move on and uh, part ways with Garrett. But um, sure. I'm trying to think who else like. I think Las Vegas is going to be okay. I think Gruden's got to have his ship ready to go. I think the Titans are going to be above average. Oh, here we go. Here Patriots. we go, boys. The Pats. Let's see what Bill uh, Belichick's doing. Kyle Dugger. Kyle Dugger. From Lenore Rhine University. Wow. First time ever picked from there? 5'6". First time that someone has ever been selected from Lenore Ryan University. Pretty Division two in uh in a second round. Forty two inch vertical leap. Wow. So it looks like oh here's here we are with the heritage. The yeah, mother Bill. played basketball. These are his favorite picks. And his dad oh no, his brother <clears throat> played basketball. And he played basketball. I gotta say that's a uh, that's a pretty left field pick by the Pats. Did not see that one coming. Don't know much about that guy. Obviously, some B two individuals can still be studs. Uh, and, you know, oh you wow, they really Belichick, but that's, he grew uh, some inches. It looks like it's interesting. It's interesting to me that they picked him over uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, it's a guy that I really like out of Minnesota. Uh, I think he's a heck of a ball player. He was the next safety I expected to go there. Him or Delpit? Yeah, I was gonna say so Delpit too. So this guy, this guy, he must have liked this guy a lot. Well, he looks like he's a returner and a, a playmaker as well. So he's that, like, uh, who's the Patterson guy? Who? Cordell? Cordell Patterson. He's kind of Cordell Patterson, but it's a defensive side. Like where you can just playmaker guy, versatile. Belichick can kind of put him wherever. That's, that's such a Belichick pick. I don't even know where that university is. I've never heard of it before, to be honest. Let me look it up. Yeah, get the stats team on it. Oh, here we got another wow. one. They're flowing in right now. It's in North Carolina. Carolina Panthers, speaking of, with the next pick. Yitor Gross Matos. Yitor Gross Matos. Good pick by them. From That's Penn State. First team all Big Ten. Wow, okay. Good, good, good pick by them. Um, I'm surprised they didn't. The next edge I thought was going to go would be A.J. Espineza from, uh, <clears throat> uh, from Iowa. But I know this guy was very good as well. Had a good season last year. Uh, I, you know, I like this pick from them. They're really beefing up the, uh, the D-line. They got uh, was it Derek Brown in the first round and now getting an edge rusher. Matt Wool's really emphasizing that D-line in his first year. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's trying to play between the tackles, uh, probably on offense a little bit. 
And uh, defense trying to stuff it, it looks like. Sure. So, it it looks like... What was it? Nice, interesting little uh, family tree tattoo there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Interesting. So, surprised the run of the receivers didn't continue. I know we thought that was going to kind of happen. Well, I guess yeah. it still could, still could, but yeah, we we could go through a little sprint, but I mean, the, it's probably gonna wait until later second round, or I would I would guess maybe mid third round until we start seeing uh, the next big flock of guys maybe coming off. Okay. But so the thing is with them, dude. I mean, I think Penn State's whole defensive line was just stacked, so it's like it's hard to really grade him on his own when you have to focus on the other guys. You know what I mean? Like, all four, or however many were normally playing on the line, or four or five in this picture. But, um, I mean, just watching them throughout the year, you know what I mean? Like, it was the whole defensive line. And there was a, I think it's on HBO, there was a whole, like, uh, thing that they did on, on the Nittany Lions. And the way that their defensive line kind of, like, stood together, like, they, on their team, like, internally, they made it, like, a thing where... Hey, if we do our job, no one else has to. You know what I mean? So it's like, and I like that for sure. So I mean, from like the, uh, like the attributes that he could bring, men, uh, like mental wise, uh, his mentality, um, you know, off the field stuff maybe would be there. But I don't know. That should be interesting. <clears throat> I think the uh, I think the Panthers, just talking about them overall, could be pretty decent next year. Yeah. Um, problem is, because I like Teddy B. Um, Matt Rule was a heck of a college coach, and I think their first two picks so far, you know, have been good picks. Um, but the problem is, even if they have a good year, I think they could still easily be fourth best team in that division. That division is loaded. Atlanta played some good ball at the end of last year, and then Tampa and Drew are just going to be juggernauts in New Orleans and uh, Brady with the Bucks. So that's a tough division for Rule to step in in his first year. And tough spot for him. I mean, the Saints have been got you know they've been absolutely hosed the last couple of years, so they would have been a Super Bowl team. You can never just so. I mean, I mean, like the Falcons got their butts beat a lot last year, but you still can't like just roll over the Falcons either. You know what I mean? Like that division's no, wild. I mean, they're a two-year removed Super Bowl team. Right. Yeah. I know that a lot can change, but I mean, they still have uh, the core for the most part. Speaking of Tampa, there, Copas. Did you like their uh, first-round pick? Oh, I thought it was a great job by them, um, jumping in to grab um, Worfs from Iowa. Yeah. Uh, I, think he, I think he projects real well. I think he's going to help solidify that, that O-line real well. Um, good job by them, grabbing some help. Um, the part that confused me, I was a little confused by the trade, uh, just trading down one spot. Right. Before, before it. Um, but you never know. There's a chance that you know another team was trying to jump in there. They had to try to figure out, you know, make sure they got their guy. But uh, either way, I think it's a good job. Make sure Tom's protected. They got a gross receiving core around them. Got Gronk in there with Bray and Howard, some good tight ends. I think this next pick, I think Tampa goes running back, get Tom that weapon out of the backfield, and they, you know, they will be a solid contender, contender for sure. Sure. <clears throat> so I think we should go a uh, uh, all yeah, skilled, say, uh, like all skilled defensive player um, like I don't know who this guy really was from are you talking from Tampa fan side or Browns fan side Tampa right yeah I, yeah I just know the Browns pick is about to be up that's why I was gonna okay ask. yeah yeah sorry I just I, I knew that you asked about Tampa so no, you're right um, I mean I think we if we had like a playmaking linebacker 
somebody who can be versatile, kind of like Derwin. I mean, obviously that kind of caliber is not going to be here right now. But you can still get a guy who's solid build, can play multiple positions. I think that that's something that they need a little bit of a versatile guy. Um, running back, I mean, you've seen you can do it by committee and not really have to, you know, uh, running down people's throats to, to win now. Um, right. I mean, with the Chiefs last year, they didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher, to my belief. I don't think anyone rushed over, like, 500 yards or something wild, like 400 or 500. I'm not sure. I'll check it. No, they had a, they definitely did it with a few different people last year because they had Shady, they had uh, Damian Williams. They definitely worked around a few different backs and, and didn't have that go-to guy. Right, right. And I know that, you know, with, with Tampa having uh, Ronald Jones uh, and – Peyton Barber, I know. dude, they killed me on my fantasy team a couple times. Nobody but... had over five hundred. Damian Williams had four ninety eight. Okay, yeah, no one had over five hundred. Shady had four sixty five. Mahomes had two eighteen. So see what, if you would uh, entertain me, see what Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones had last year. Wait, is this games? No way. Oh no, that's a different season. It'd be in thirty years. There's just another D Williams. <clears throat> Could you see what uh, Jones, Ronald Jones, and Peyton Barber rushed for last year? Yeah. My guess would be that you could have them have their same output, and it would be as the same as the Chiefs, if not more than what they had. Let's see. Let's see. Dolphins pick. Dolphins is in. <clears throat> looking like they're showing Del Pitt on the cam. Let's see. They nailed the T. Higgins there last time. They had uh they had the other who was it? I can't remember what his name was. Dude, I mean the Dolphins with their division, dude, like I mean, they have to beat the Bills. They have to they have to beat out the Bills. I'm not. I'm not yeah. confident in. I think the Pats could make the playoffs. Just I don't see them winning another division title this year. Not the first year. Ronald Jones, seven twenty-four yards. Peyton Barber, four hundred seventy. Jameis, two hundred fifty. Okay. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> if you have those two guys rush for about the same amount of yards, right. You know, uh, I'm assuming that if you open up the field more with the passing game, that those running lanes are going to open up more. So it's going to be a, you know, um, double-edged sword there. You know, once you kind of open one thing up, it's going to open the other. Pick is in. The pick is in for the Dolphins. It is guard Robert Hunt from Louisiana. It's a 2018 all Sun Belt. Raging Cajun. 2020 Senior Bowl participant. Okay, and so there's Miami. They got a tackle yesterday. Um, now grabbed another. Now grabbed another guard there. Uh, Big guy. They, Six they five. Grabbed Tua and they're, they're keeping him. They're trying to keep him upright for yep. sure. Keep him healthy. That's probably the plan. Keeping but, it at Louisiana with the uh, the Canes pick of the day. Let's see what old Bill O'Brien does here with the next pick. But then all the brownies are on the clock. So, Dill, what do you think about the Browns? I mean, honestly, the Browns, if, uh, I mean, same thing, linebacker, I think, uh, I don't remember who all we've picked up this offseason. Uh, I know that we lost Schobert, 
Right. Um, I didn't really. I'm not a big fan of him, even though he makes all these tackles and he's like leading the NFL in tackles every year, or top three probably uh, since he's been in the in the league. But he just like he would get beat on stupid plays. You know what I mean? Like he'd have a lot of like mental errors. It looked like. Sure. Um, and so maybe if we could solidify that a little bit with somebody who's maybe not going to be as impact of a player, but who's just going to be. Um, able to have a better like mental space for the game. I'm not sure. saying Joe didn't because I don't. They're both better than mine. Whoever's going to be there, but right from the stands. Um, so linebacker, or if uh, I, don't, I don't know who's available right now, I got to see who's available. So uh, Browns did trade their pick to Envy. Yep. For pick 44 and 160. Okay. So wow. Back three spots grabbed. I believe that's a. a, a late 5th, early 6th rounder uh, with that. That'd be, uh, yeah, that'd be early 6th. You said 150, right? Yeah. Sure. Or 160. 160. Okay, Texans pick is in. Gentlemen, let's see who we have. Here we go. Goodell. Ross Blacklock. Okay. Defensive tackle from TCU. Okay. I've heard about him. Have you? I just remember his name. That's, that's literally about it. Missed the 2018 season with an Achilles injury. Terrible. Oh, maybe that's why. I so he's probably. So he's probably not even all the way back yet, you know, because it takes you that one year to get like. This is 2018, so he came back last year instead of hitting into the draft, injured. Right, that's what I'm saying. So he's like, healthy this year. Right, he'll be like fully ready to go finally this year. Like I know he played last year, but usually it takes you like a year to get like. So his father was a Harlem Globetrotter coach. Wow. So. Talk about some I legacy mean, there, Dill. Yeah, I mean the uh, the heritage pick. Dang. That'd have been cool in Vegas. Um, who who took them? Texans. Uh, Texans. Texans, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be, that'll probably, be nice with J.J. Watt. Yeah, might, I was going to say they might trade him, though, now that they got his replacement, just because Bill O'Brien doesn't know what he's doing. He's just sucking up double teams. Big boy. <laughs> and still making oh, plays. Oh, good tackle. Right. Yeah. So here's another one. Got some good tape here. Every single one they've shown is just a double team. Or, got some good tape here. Oh, just knocks them around. And I think, uh, I think down in TCU, I think that... He has some some good players down there as well. I think that he's he's got a solid coach around him there. Sure. What's his freaking name again? I can Who's see his freaking name. TC's. I can see his face. I just can't. What think. guy? Their coach. I don't know his name. Yes, you do. No, they used to say Gary Patterson forever, but I believe they. Uh, I was gonna say that's what I thought. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is still Gary. Cool. So I remember Garrett had that weird ass freaking. Game day sign with Gary Patterson and nobody got it. Oh yeah, it is still Gary Patterson. Yeah, that's what I thought I like, they had moved dude, on. Yeah, it's still Gary. I, I was gonna say I, I had no idea about him moving on, if that was the case. So he's in their 18th at, season, 170 and 65. Bill O'Brien making us look like dicks. What? He's got a nice setup. Um, we got a pretty fat setup though, yeah. for not being like millionaire coaches. That's true, I guess. Like, 
All right, so talking about fat setups, who was your fat setup of the day yesterday, Copas? Oh, hold on. Let's get a pick oh, in here Colts from the pick Colts. pick is in for Ed, man. Ed, just call us in. Insider info. Ed, insider info. Guard. Jonathan Taylor, running back from Wisconsin. Hey, we, wow. we saw him play in their stadium, and boy, is he good. Hey, he can run. It's interesting. They're uh, they're doubling up as well, just like the Lions. They got Mack in there. Now yeah. Taylor is a as a you know an additional guy. That's an interesting pick by them. But um, you know I, I like it. They're like I said. They're getting uh, they're getting Phil some weapons to work with. Give them this chance for the season. Fastest running back at the combine too. It says so. So is this a better uh, running back duo than Eckler and Gordon? Oh. Now I'm not talking about what actually happened. I'm saying like I don't know. like Maybe. hype, hype. If you told me so, Austin Eckler, did you know about him before he kind of blew up and just you know was able to take over? Like was he good in college? Like hey, this guy's going to be pretty hype. He was he was pretty out of nowhere. No, okay. So I mean, dude, that's what I, like my point was is that I think that this is a better running back duo than what he had in San Diego. So for Phil, I'm happy. That's a good upgrade for him. And in Dome still, if you're going to go to the, the uh, Midwest here. This guy's just, dude, he just runs hard. He's, I mean, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think, this is, I think he's going to be a good pro. Um, That's a yeah, steal. I'm a little surprised Andy took him, but definitely a good pick. He's just, I mean, he's just he's just a Wisconsin guy. He just crushed it for three straight years. Has, right. has Pittsburgh had a pick yet? No. I feel like he's a Pittsburgh guy. Like, the way Taylor runs, runs like he's... A Pittsburgh Steeler. I'm glad he's not a Steeler. Yeah, me too. Me, me freaking t- Jesus God. God. I hope the Steelers don't have any picks. Ooh, so it goes Browns, Buccaneers, Broncos. Okay, get wow. the bees. Steelers with the 49th pick. Okay. All that means is uh, somehow Dobbins is gonna fall, and I'm gonna have to watch a player I love. Go to the Steelers and crush the Bengals. That no, Copas, don't say it. Steelers. Don't say it. So the Steelers love Ohio State players, and they just come and play super well and kill the Bengals, and it, it crushes me. Uh, yeah, it does happen. It's terrible. Rams have a couple picks in the fifties here. Yeah. Um. So what do you think, Copas? The Bengals need to do here in the third round when we come back, or do you think we should maybe trade up to get somebody? What do you think we need to address here in the early rounds? I will say, I like Josh Jones a lot out of Houston. He's a guy that I, um, you know, yeah, I, me too. I, I think if he keeps falling too far and if the asking price isn't awful, I know we don't have a lot of picks in this draft. I believe we only have seven. Like, it's one per round, so we're pretty thin. Um, but I think if he keeps falling and if the staff likes him, um, I think he's someone we could trade back up for. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's tough. I think, I think we need a lineman. I think we need a linebacker, but... Once you do the third round with as many needs as we have, it, it's almost just the best player available. Something if, if you know if they have a guy they like that's falling, you know, position doesn't necessarily matter as much. Right. No, I agree. So, um, I know that we brought this up a while ago. We kind of had a pick come in and getting back to it. Which quarterback is going to come off the board first from uh, Kuiper's top four? Okay. Eason from Hertz or. Captain James Morgan. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be Captain James Morgan. If it's him, it won't I will, be. I will mm, 
suckle on a shoelace. Ooh. Ooh, okay. That's on that's on that's on the record. I just cleaned Parasite. I think it's gonna be Eason. I think he's a a classic yeah, the build that people love. Um, for my own opinion, I think the next best QB is probably Hurts. Dude's just dude's just a winner. He's won a lot of games, played a lot of football on winning teams. Um, but I feel like someone's gonna lo- fall in love with Eason. Big arm, Ugh. big build, and you gotta think he's the next one to go. Huh. So I mean, these guys are gonna be backups, presuming, right? I mean, the the quarterback spots are pretty much full. I would say for the most part. I mean, maybe Jacksonville. But yeah, like, Minshew showed they're enough. up right now. Minshew so showed go. enough for them to like. I would rather think they would go with. They one got of rid the... of Foles because of him. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we can win with this guy. Like, we just need a little bit more. Run. They need a wide receiver. They need a tight end or wide receiver. I think they should go for one of the veteran quarterbacks and roll the dice on like Jameis or Cam. I think if they had Cam, trade for Andy, and they had a couple tight ends here. Andy would be nice, just with uh, you know, with everyone. Him and Minshew. Um, the now, rifle, and then you got. I think. I'm trying to think. We're Jalen Hurts maybe to the Seahawks. I think he's a Pat. Patriot. Yeah. Hurts Not first though. Yeah. I could see uh, I could see Hurts going to the Pats. I could also see him being a Steeler. Them getting that Ben Roethlisberger replacement because uh, I think we know that I think we know that old Duck Call and Mason Rudolph are not in. I could see Eason going there. That's Eason. what I was gonna say. I would say Jake, uh, Jacob Eason probably. Not well, Jake Fromm. We don't really know what Tomlin likes. You know, he's always. I know they've drafted uh, more big guys behind Ben, but that's always what Ben is. So. I think there's a chance that if he sees Ben near the end of the road, that he goes for a little bit of a different type of QB, more in the um, you know mobile mold. But uh, but I agree, if he goes the traditional Steelers route, it would you know it's Easton all the way. Just give me the big boy that can throw the bombs. I agree. Oh boy, who do we got here with the Jags? The pick is in there, milking it. Yep. Again, they just went to commercial to milk it. Got to pay the bills, man. Got to right, pay the right. bills. Let's see what we got here. Kurt Warner looking fresh as hell. <clears throat> uh oh, Jalen Hurts. Uh oh, prospect cam. Uh oh. I think I think I think Jalen to the Seahawks, depending on when they have a pick. I don't think they need a backup. They just paid Russ a lot of dough. Yeah, it is early. You don't want to have a Rodgers situation where you take a quarterback like, and you pissed if, off. But what if he's like, hey, look, like we can just replace him, trade Russ in a couple of years, and like, I don't know. No way. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm not saying it's likely, but... I don't... I need a tight end. All right, who we got? Goodell. Let's go. LaVisca Chenault Jr. Okay. From Colorado. Okay. So, I know you liked him. Yeah. yeah he's Playmaker. A, he's, a, he's a good receiver, real good receiver. The biggest issue for him in college was staying healthy. Um, but he had some big games for Colorado. And if he can stay healthy, I think he can be a, a big game changer at the next level. He's a heck of a receiver. It's just, you know, health is the only issue for him. Um, otherwise, given his talent, if he would have stayed healthy his whole career, 
he's probably a first-round pick in this draft. Copas, I'm going to need you to give, you, or give me two to three words on the poster in his room when it comes on the screen in the back. Just tell me what you think of it. Okay, okay, I can definitely do that once I catch up to you guys. Yeah. Okay. So in the meantime, while I wait... Uh, right, I go ahead. Little, I got a little game for you. Bears are um, in. I got a little game for you because, you know, we just drafted Burrow. I love it. Say that Burrow throws for... Let's say that this is Burrow's stats this year. Wow. 3,100 yards, 21 touchdowns, six interceptions. How do you feel about it? Underproduced. What did the running backs do? Say he only started, like, ten games. Well, okay. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine either way. Uh, Keep the interceptions low. That's what I would like on that. I was just wondering because those are a former rookie quarterback's numbers, Mr. Minshew. Sure. There's a lot of people that are that are hating on him, and um, you know, for for all things considered, on what is a pretty not great team, he you know he put up some good stats. Well, the interceptions low. I think he I was think he could be the guy for them. He was single-handedly one of the only guys who like allowed them to win. I mean, he just right. the way he willed them to win. I'm not going to compare him to uh, Manziel, but like the way that he was able to just win games somehow, like that is the way I'm going to compare him. Right. But um, I think Minshew has that kind of craze around him that's fun that you can have and really embrace as your uh, your franchise quarterback that you know, if D.D. Westbrook doesn't, you know, get hurt, or um, who was it a couple years ago? The guy. I mean, like they constantly have wide receivers get hurt. So the fact that this guy is injury prone is a little right suspect for me. But I don't know who's available there. Um, now it does say that he chose Colorado over Alabama and LSU. So if you throw him and plug him in at those schools, I mean, he's probably already off the board. Yeah, probably. Cobus, did you see the poster yet? I, I did see the poster, and listen, we've seen a lot of, of certain things in this draft. I'd say that's, I mean. What is that? Of, what is that? Like, what the heck is that thing? I don't know. I was a little confused what was going on. It maybe it was like the start of an Eiffel Tower. Um, but, you know, it was really hard to tell what was really going on there. Sure. It looks like dance moves or something. What is up with Nagy's room? Yeah. Are those all of his play sheets? Yeah, I guess. Dang. I think I see a Chiefs logo. Yeah, Green he's Bay, a Chief guy. Philly, Tampa. Maybe it's like every season he just throws them all up there. He just takes other teams' playbooks? I don't know. Maybe. Wow. So, departures, offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. So, uh, we got it? a couple more picks here, boys. And then we'll be wrapping up. And then we'll do some more recap here with Doge. Uh, which one? Once he's a healthy guy, I know. Uh, we're missing him tonight. He's uh, not feeling not feeling great, but I know he'll be back this weekend. So we'll be doing some recap with him at some point. But let's get to let's get to Tampa, and then uh, yeah, cut her off here because we're forty five. Yeah, pick forty five because we're at forty five. Good stuff. All right, we'll get in the the uh, oh, Bears pick here momentarily. Co. Uh, stemming off of your game. I would like to play a game with you and Dylan as well. Which quarterback taken do you think is going to have... Oh, I got, I'm interrupted by Goodell here. What do we got from the Bears? We will get through this together. Come on, Goodell. With the 43rd pick in the 2020 NFL draft, 
Bears Cole Komet. Cole Komet. I should have called sure. that. God dang it. I thought he was going to go there because they let Burton go. They could use a tight end. Yeah. They have the least amount of uh, tight end yards. Yeah. Receiving. I'm pretty sure that. Uh, let me see, dude. I had, uh, I'd seen him drafted. I'd seen him mocked to the Bengals in their first pick of the third round. Um, a lot. So definitely he didn't fall that far. Um, but for everything I've heard, it's really he's the good tight end in this draft, and there's a, quite a drop off after him. Um, so it could be a big good could be a big good pick by them. I think so. I also think at, I also think at this point they're at the uh, they're at the point where they need to give Trubisky weapons because you got to figure out if he's the guy or not and make that decision soon. Um, so which, you know, with Foles being in there, there's a chance he isn't the guy already, but uh, they definitely need to get that figured out. So his uncle was a defensive tackle in the NFL, and his dad, I believe, said he was a defensive end. Whoa. So his his family is large and athletic. He's 6'5", I think 230, it said. So, I mean, I don't know what he can actually do blocking-wise, but from what it seems like they're about ready to show passing-wise and running, like he can he can run. If he's anything like uh, old Eifert coming out of Notre Dame, he'll be productive. Right. Seven records for the Notre Dame tight end position. Wow. Well, there you go. Huh. I've seen him play. He's he was good. Yeah, you saw him live, huh? Yeah, twice. Oh yeah. I believe that game right there. USC. No, we didn't see USC. We saw another big game. Though. Stanford, right? That's what it was. Yeah. I was like, I know. I'm thinking the Reds. That's all. I was just like USC. That's. I mean, not that Stanford isn't, but no, it's like no, USC right, is just. Right. Stanford USC. was ranked though. That's why it was big time. Recent Stanford is better than USC. Right. All right, Brownies. On Dude, the clock here. Copus, if this doesn't get you, I'm excuse my language, Mrs. Mama Doge, fucking excited. T. Higgins once met A.J. Green and said, one day we're going to be teammates. And he said his dreams have come true. Let's freaking go, dude. Oh, That is amazing. That's amazing for, one, just a great story, but two, to have someone like that that's, you know, that he obviously has looked up to that now gets to help work with him. Right. I think that's, that's going to be amazing, and I, I would love to hear that. That is fantastic news for that, just for that locker room, for that receiver group, and for Higgins just getting that uh, – Getting that mentorship, I, I love that. That's awesome. I'm, I, dude, I'm pumped. So, I want to see who the best available guys are. Yeah, they don't. They've been doing an awful job of showing that. That's like my only complaint about. Because they keep doing this best draft. QBs. Yeah, Mel's like just like here's all the QBs. Like people want the QBs. It's like Browns aren't taking a QB. Put the best available. Best available, dude. I think the Browns should take. I know I mentioned once earlier, but they could use help in the secondary. I think. Sure. I think that Winfield Jr. would be a home run pick for them. Yeah. I think if they also wanted to go linebacker to replace the guys they lost this year, uh, Bond could be another pick here if they wanted to, you know, keep working on that defense. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bond. I I liked him too. I know we talked about that earlier, but I think he could be a quality pick. I think Winfield or Delpit is what they they should go with here. Or did Delpit go? No, he didn't. The uh, Dolphins still there too. Yeah, either of those guys. I know they flashed uh, him on the cam, and I was like, "Wait, hold he's on." He's a wide receiver, right? Who? Dolphins. What is he? Safety. Oh, safety. Safety. 
From where? From LSU? Yeah. Like that number oh, seven yeah, guy, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think he's number seven. I'm like picturing an image in my head. He was a beast. I remember wanting him when I watched him live. And I wanted. Uh, who's the linebacker that the, the Tampa Bay got? Landavian something? No, that's super wrong. They just got him last year. Oh, uh, I don't remember. From. Yeah, come uh, Copus, do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. I was trying to think of it. His last name is White, I'm pretty sure. Alexis. Oh. From LSU? Yeah. Devin? Devin White? Okay, okay. I was like, I wasn't he sure. he hurt at the very beginning of the year. Yeah. I wanted the Bengals to take him really bad you last that. year. That's why I remember that. It's because you were pissed when Tampa took him. And I remember, because I remember watching him play and Delpit, and I was like, dude, these guys are... They are big, hard hitters. Yeah. When we saw Devin White, what I like. he he was all over the field. Yes. Against Florida. They just kept going, swamp, Devin dude. White with the tackle. And you're like, dude, where is this guy? He had like 17 that day. Yeah. We're going to look goes. it up to see what it actually was. And I'm going to laugh if I'm just wrong as shit. Yeah, he just has four tackles. But he had like six sacks. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, I could see the uh, Browns going receiver here. I think they could definitely use some depth. Go little Denzel uh, Mims. Behind Jarvis and uh, and uh, Odell, especially because Jarvis has had some injury issues and uh, you know here and there. Plus, like I said, they still have that third guy, so yeah, I could definitely see uh, some minutes here. If he's a guy that they like, I think that could be a good pick by them as well if they wanted to go again. Give similar to Trubisky, but give Baker all the tools and say, hey, you know, it's year three. It's time to see it. One, you know, they've they've upgraded the line. Give another receiver. Let them see what happens. Sure. I agree. I think that'll be I would be a good pick for them. I, the Baker can always use more weapons, especially with the new head coach. Uh, you know, he'll he'll be able to spread things out. I think a little bit better than old Freddie. <laughs> um, so, I, I could see that being a good pick there with, uh, you know, Mims potentially or, um, I don't know. Oh, who we got pick. Pick is in. Well, let's see how long it takes to get there. Stefanski with the kids looking good. I like it. Come on, Cleveland. Here we go. Grant Delpit. There we go, boys. There she is. There she is. So not the receiver, wow. but the safety that we got some LSU. Yeah, heritage. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure Odell's happy. I honestly, I like, I think I like Winfield a tiny bit better than uh, the Delpit, but I think they are pretty similar—not similar players, but I think pretty similar uh, value here. But uh, I think, I think that you know Odell might have given him that call and was like, "Hey, it's Delpit, time to bring him home." Nickname Baby Jamal from Jamal Adams, former teammate. That's awesome. That's. That right there might get you in the NFL just alone. Hey, what, if I saw him with that collar and that uh, that necklace just walking toward me with no undershirt on, yeah, I'd, yeah I'm not messing with him. No that chance. Maybe like the pick even more. Yeah, I yeah he's gonna be good. Oh, he's number nine. Okay, excuse me then. I I remember he was single digits though. Cause he was a machine against Florida. Him and White. 
Can you... Do you want me to look up that game? Yeah, because literally... What year are we it's talking? It's saying that 18? it's... I have an error for my browsing data and, like, security. Like, I'm not allowed to search for that. I'm like, what the... Uh, 2018. Yeah. Number seven, Delpit. Yep. Oh, he changed to seven. Okay, so I am right. Get out of here, boy. Trust yourself. Yeah. I thought you were right. Devin White, four tackles, five assists. So, that makes sense. Del Pitt, what he, what, two tackles, eight assists. But what did he have? He led the team, though. He's up there. What do you mean? In terms of what? Uh, sacks or, like, because he had something. Maybe it's just, like, forced or, like, rushes or. He had something. Like, when you're close to the quarterback, but it's, like, not. You know what I mean? Like, or, like, a rush or something. Yeah, something. I'm not getting the full stats on this thing. We've. Get him. Well, it was better than what I got, so. Thanks, stats team. It's the eyeball test, That's man. funny that uh, Stefanski so, is still in Minnesota. That is funny. Probably he, couldn't make it yet. Yeah, he probably couldn't move. I will say I like the uh, I like that um, the Browns replaced. Um, goodness, what's his name? Michigan safety? Jabril. I like that they replaced Jabril. I think Delpit is a more, slightly more... Uh, refined defensive player who kind of knows his role better. Oh. It's going to be a good move for him then, for sure. Tampa's got to pick in. Here we go. Antoine Winfield. Woo! Antoine Winfield. There you go, Cope. Hey, there we go. Back to back winner. Hey, I, I love seeing both my both my teams getting just quality guys here. Throw the boat, yeah, PJ Fleck. <laughs> I think that was two home run selections by Tampa and Browns. Oh, dang. They're getting after it. Yeah, they got some boat rowing. Dude, I bet they're so happy. Yeah, they're going to play with Tom Brady. It's like, holy shit. Every day I'm going to be playing defense against against Tom Brady. Yeah, right. That would definitely make you better. Plus, like, Antoine being your dad. Oh, yeah. Right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's amazing. Just picking where your dad went. That's and they're probably gonna compete for the Super Bowl that is in Tampa this next year. Like, sheesh. Dude, he was so good. I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's funny that I was. We're starting it uh, to get to the age where we're old enough to see the parents and young enough to see the people our age. Right. Like coming into the league and stuff now. You know what I mean? Who are the right. descendants and children of uh, those pros. Right, right. Like, Bronny's gonna be in the next four years. You know what I mean? Like, he's... He's gotta make it, but yeah. I'm saying, like, like that's somebody who, like, for years... I mean, like, I remember when he was born. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, like, then he had his, his second child, and then his third, and then it's like... So... Right. Alright, well... What, the Buckeyes generally, uh... Little Buckeye plug here. They generally nail it. I don't know how the hell, with this being Antoine Winfield's son, this dude did not end up being a Buckeye. That's a big miss on our part, <laughs> dude. I mean, I think especially with him going to another Big Ten school, that's that's right. funny you say that. But yeah, and I, and I know we just we didn't we didn't offer him. Maybe we just didn't see it. But uh, hopefully, we learned our lesson here because he absolutely should have been playing so, Sterling Gray and said he was tearing it up for the Gophers. So who else was there though? Like who's who's the. Uh... Who are the safeties for Ohio State that he had to technically compete over then? Malik Hooker. So, yeah, he's uh, a beast. 
Oh yeah, I mean definitely some good guys. So it's like that um, when you maybe when you stack it up like that, it's like well, like maybe it just look at that. Brother's shirtless, dad's hyped, mom's going crazy. You gotta love those videos, man. I like that we're getting people in their houses too. That's one of my favorite things about this so far. Yeah, this is cool. Hey, this is uh, this is gonna be J.K. By the way. All right, last pick here that we're gonna we're gonna do. Denver Broncos. Oh. Wow. Denver Broncos KG Hamler. Is that what you just said too? KJ Hamler. No, I said J.K. Dobbins is oh. coming here. That's why I heard KJ. I'm like, yo, what? I was like, whoa, crazy deal. Hamler's the guy who's uh, good buddies with. Sean, uh, not Manion. Whoa, who was the quarterback last year? The who? Sh- Clifford, Sean Clifford. For where? Clifford's their QB now, and before that they had. Uh, no, no, no. They had uh, McSwirly. Yeah. McSorley. McSorley? Yeah, McSorley. McSorley. No, but they had Clifford last year. <laughs> Clifford. Is that your freaking yeah. sign? That's so funny. Um, uh, Clifford was good buddies with this guy, right? Like, this is the guy who was good buddies with Hamler, uh, I think, growing up. And they, so like, he was good to... buddies with Miles Sanders on the bottom of the screen, the running back for the Eagles. I don't know. I'm just – no, that's what it said. Could have been, though. This is one of those Penn State things I learned in that – Documentary thing I was talking about the defensive line earlier. Sure, like they sure. were. No, I don't know much about this guy. So I think so I because I remember you. it was like KJ Hamler with the Gus Johnson <laughs> call. Like, uh, well, he's a he's a burner, so he's gonna pair well. I'm pretty sure Cortland Sutton's a real big dude, and he had a good season for them last year. So adding a burner mm-hmm. like Hamler is gonna be uh, <clears throat> gonna be nice. Thank you for listening to our NFL Draft Live Special Reaction. Uh, with Adam Kopis. Stay tuned later this weekend or early next week. We'll be putting together our full draft grades uh, with Doge back. So we're hoping he's feeling better. He's a little under the weather this weekend. That's why he wasn't on this pod. But we want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for Kopis for joining. And we really appreciate it. This is the Clubhouse.